Yes, welcome back. A little bit later on the show, a huge story coming out of Japan. Just wait till you uh, hear this one. Uh, but Ben, uh, giveaways. Yeah, the Tigers fans are ravenous. They're ravenous. Ravenous boosts. We, 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 thanks to Brian's lawyers, we uh, put out a couple of uh, tickets to the Tigers versus the Titans. James, Baz, Robo, the Mad Tiger. There's uh, double passes headed your way. Well, be good. it'll be a full house there. Yeah. As Joey said, it'll be a great afternoon. A lot of expectation around the Tigers. I think they'll have, I think they'll have a terrific season. Yep. I think push up into the mid-table region. Like ninth, maybe? Like the ninth? Always, yeah, no, yeah, sorry, something no, like no, that. No, no, no. Like ninth. Now, there's spot. always oh, yeah. four or five yes, teams. There's yeah. four or five teams trying to get that eighth or seventh position. I think there'll be a big chunk of teams there this year. Tigers, Knights, Raiders. Yeah, there will be. Maybe not Bulldogs. Titans, maybe. I said, the, I watched the Warriors in the trial. The War, Andrew Webster's got the Warriors mm. going pretty good. We're going good. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, mate. Sorry about that, Webby. Okay, it's time for the thoughts of the 88th immortal. Here we go, 88, one you're eight missing, better than eight. You're missing an eight, yeah. maybe two eights. Yeah. The 888th. Well, oh, maybe like the eight thousand. Well, it's a 120 years of rugby league, I'll take that. Uh, now, ahead of uh, tonight's uh, huge Panthers-Broncos uh, game, um, I wrote further about Penrith's ability to do what no team has done since Parramatta 81, 82, 83, and that's achieved the hat-trick. There's no doubt, Webby, if they do it. I mean, the incentive for Penrith, if they do it in 50 years' time, Old blokes will be gathered around the bar saying, right, let's talk about the greater sides. They'd have to. And you're, they're in the discussion. They've got to be in there now, don't you reckon, Joe? No. No? They don't, um, for me, they, don't, they wouldn't beat the Canberra team of the mid-90s, and I don't think they'd beat the Brisbane team of the early 90s. But Gus Gould says the best team he's ever seen was Brisbane 98 when they won the... Oh, yeah. Beat yeah. the Bulldogs. Beat the Bulldogs. That was a year that... the And, they, and the Broncos had most of the... Uh, Queensland team and most of the Australian team. Man, that mm. they do- and they dominated that everything. That Canberra team of 94. Terrifying. Were, yeah. but, but no, that, also, I, I think they beat Penrith. Okay. And also and also that Broncos team of 93 was pretty Very good. Broncos 92, well, okay. 93. Well, let's talk, let's talk about that. So the Broncos go 92 and then 93. 94, two-thirds of the way through the comp, they just hit the wall. Yeah. They, they sneak into the finals and then second week of the finals, North knock them out. Then we go to those great Raiders sides, right? So 89, the greatest grand final of them all, they win. 1990, they're better again, beat Penrith. Mate, true to their greatness, they make the 91 grand final. But I was talking to Laurie about it last night. Just about everyone on the side's injured. Lazo's got the broken sternum. Laurie's on one leg. The toll it takes. And let's not forget about this. The last side that did the triple, those Parramatta sides, what was crucial to, to those, that, that squad was that Jack Gibson was able to keep the team together because mm. it was pre-salary cap. Now, if that side was playing now, Sterlow be over a million, Brett Kenny be over a million, and, and, and Ray Price, the great, one of the greatest winners of all time, I reckon he'd be over a million. I saw Steve Eller at the, at the game last Steve night. Eller. He'd be nudging a mil. He'd be, it, mate, he'd be up around 750. Yeah. Same with Mick Crone, yep. on it goes. So this Penrith side, you've got to understand, from two years back, They've been just nibbled apart by opponents. You know, last year they lose Abby Corusau and, and Kikau and some really good young players. But now they're losing Lenu for next year. This is another distraction. Other sides, 
you know, starting to other players pledging their future elsewhere. It's nibbling away. It is like that's why the triple, the triple has almost been these days is almost impossible to do. Yet they're on the cut; they're the favourites to do it. For me, that signals, I think, the arguably the best side of the modern era. I'm with you. I'm with you, and definitely the NRL era. Another one, mate. But are they up? Are they up there with say the Roosters? Well, the back the back line of '94 for Canberra. Yeah. Ricky Stewart, Laurie Daly, Brett Mullins, Noah Andruku, Mal Meninga, Ruben Wiki, Sean Hopkins. Yes, of course. Man, how are they going to control them? Okay. Then you've got, then you got yeah, Lazarus. You've got Bla- Brad- Bradley Clyde. You've got Quentin and Johnny. David You've Ferner, got uh, Steve, Steve Walters. Jason Craig. No I, I know. No but, what with it, but this Penrith side, right, let's not forget, they're, they're still a young team. Yeah. I mean, that Penrith, uh, that, barring a few players, that, that Canberra side were experienced and hardened. Yeah, where yeah, but, are these Penrith saying, boys going to be in three years? Yeah, but you're saying at, at the moment, mm. the Canberra team from 94 would beat them. It's all hypothetical. Of course. But, Joe, you know, like you wrote in your column in the Herald this week about their salary cap not working. I reckon, I reckon, in, but in the case of Penrith and in the case of Melbourne, yeah. it's obvious it's, that it is. It's working. Like, I mean, they've had to go through dramatic change. Mm. Yeah, but where's yeah. their reward for developing players? I get it, but this is the, the last yeah. three years, they have lost upwards of 20 players. And not just. Fringe players, first grade. That's where you talk there about transfer. transfer. That's where you talk about some transfer. sort of compensation. Yeah. Mm. Uh, the other one lost coaching staff. Cameron Seraldo, Andrew Webster. They just keep losing coaching staff as well. They've got to revamp that. Uh, but again, I come back to the fact that I think even with the players they lost, the biggest factor is going to be fatigue. Mm. Is that there's going to be no dinner suit matches? You know, the St Helen that how the, if you look at the way St. Helens went at them, that's what every side's going to do this year. Because mm. I remember, like, Joey, remember when the Broncos would come to Newcastle? Oh, yeah. And people would line up from 9 o'clock in the morning because you know, they, there was just nowhere to go. It was just jammed. Mm. You know, people climbing over the fence before the start of the game to get into the ground. And, and you respond to that. So everywhere Penrith go and everyone they play against, it's just out to, to knock them around, beat them. I just want to make comparisons to – I looked at this a little bit this week. So the Roosters are the last team to go back-to-back back and trying mm. to get to do three. But remember how busted they were in 2020? Like, they yes. just run out of path. A lot of them played a lot of footy. Yeah. yeah well, that's back-to-back it. Back-to-back origins, World Cup tours, World Club challenges. It's a lot of footy. I mean, Trent yeah. Robinson was really good in those last couple of years of managing his squad like it was yeah. a Premier League team where he'd, you know, rest blokes for but big they, periods. Well, and they had but they, yeah. That's the thing. But, but, yeah, look at the – Players they've lost, so it attacks their depth. Yeah, it does. But the other, there's a lot of similarities between that '91 Raiders side and Penrith, given the fact that young guys that have just in the last 12 months tasted representative football, and they, they in 1990 they're coming off the Kangaroo tour, short preparation, no rest basically, mm. and Penrith are doing the same. Look at, I, I think, of all the clubs. Correct me if I'm wrong. I would say Penrith had the biggest representation at the World Cup across yeah. Samoa and. In uh, Australia and so on, that that takes a toll. And the other thing about it is like Nathan, like Nathan, for instance, no player in the last few years has has ridden the state of origin roller coaster more than Nathan. No, you know when he wins, he's genius. When they lose, I oh, got to get rid of him. That's just been the nature of it. That that take that takes a toll. Yeah, it does. He's I reckon he's been lucky. Like it's been the way that he had. What was it the year before last? It was the it was a the injury, the shoulder injury. Then last mm. year was the suspension. It's sort of like a blessing in disguise because he could freshen up. But I thought the way that they could win the comp after 
so many of the, their New South Wales players had lost that Origin series in that those circumstances. Mm. I thought that's a sign of a good team. That's a, that's a that's a solid, that's a Bron- solid team. Broncos about four fifty tonight, mate. The Broncos. I don't trust oh, the Broncos because the Broncos. what about what about this for a stat, stat last year? So remember when the Broncos were flying? They're on the cusp of the four, and everyone's going, mate. They're going to crack the four. That was that was round nineteen, and they beat they beat Parramatta thirty six fourteen. Just schooled them. Just a fraction over a month later, I think it was round 24, they play Parramatta and get beat 53-6 because they had one or two, they had an injury, then they had the, the suspension to Carrigan, and then so that led to a complete loss of confidence and they just capitulate. No side in the last five years fall apart like the Broncos do. And I'll trust them a lot more when they lose three in a row and come out the other side. The Broncos on paper got a really It's a very good team. side. I love Cobo at fullback. Yeah, looking forward to That's watching him. Be. Yeah, yeah, I think so. The forward pack is strong. Yeah. Carrigan, Ricky, Capewell, Haas, Corey Jensen, Billy Walters, but their bench. Corey Pokes, oh, can't pronounce his name. Yeah. Palacia, Flegler, Tapao. That's a good, That's really good. strong. And, and mate, the back line is good too. I mean, you've got Adam Reynolds pulling the strings there. Mm. And so what's the like price Cobo. are they? $4. $4, $4.50 so in some the place. So what's the price? $12.50 in some place. $12.50 or something. I think it's, it's $12.50. That's and pretty good value. Would, would you play Walsh in the halves? No. Well, he's he, putting his, he wants, he yeah, wants, he wants to, to, play to. Defensive. It's two parts of the game. Mm. Yeah. But I, they'd pick on him. They'd run at him. He's too pretty to play on the okay. front line. Do you give Broncos? Do you give Broncos a chance? To, I give the Broncos. I give them a no chance tonight. You don't give them any no, chance. You can get we, on with me. Two uh, two weeks ago. Get we, on with me. Come two on. weeks ago, we said absolutely no chance around St Helens too. I know we got that. We know that one, didn't we? I can, I can tell you, a certain bet will be the Panthers forwards grabbing hold of Selwyn Cobbo at some stage of the game oh, yeah. and giving him a bit of the uh, Western Sydney welcome. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. It's a it's a tough place to win, but. St. Helens did it. They almost put the blueprint, you know, about but rushing. Penrith had so many out. Yeah, you get that. And they had so players coming out. back. That was their first game since the World yeah. Cup. I can't yeah. believe we didn't sort of see it a bit more with St. Helens. Yeah. It's always, just, in, always in hindsight. You look and you can it? join the dots. It is, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, we'll take a, uh, we'll take a break. Movie of the Week coming up next.